0: Welcome to this week's episode of Extraordinary Entrepreneurs Together, the podcast for entrepreneurs interested in fast growth and funding, powered by EHE Capital. In this episode of Extraordinary Entrepreneurs Together, Guy Riemann is joined by Pete Anderson, who is the Director of Ops at EHE Capital. Pete specializes in CRMs, and today he's going to share his insights into what the CRM is today and why entrepreneurs need them now more than ever. So without any further ado, I'm going to hand over to you, Guy and Pete. Let me pick this up just from a scene setting point of view. Any investor that comes in is is obviously going to want to do due diligence, and any acquirer that comes in wants to do due diligence. And one of the things that people uh, will look at for both scenarios is the processes and the systems that a company has in place. Are they fit for purpose? Will they support high growth? Do I want to invest in a company that has very few processes and really poor systems? No, I don't, because really, over the next 10 years, tech is going to become such an important part of any. Any company, any company that if that company is not tech led in the way that it, it runs its business and it does its business, then they will probably not survive for very long in, in this day and age because tech gives companies that big an advantage. And when you're doing this due diligence, one of the, the, the key and fundamental parts of a, a, a company's setup is their CRM. It's the hub. Of in my opinion of that the whole company a lot of stuff emanates from there and we'll, we'll talk about the the particulars in in, in, in a few minutes so a CRM what I'm saying is a CRM is a really important part of the systems that a business has and you know what, I think what Pete and I are going to delve into now is the detail around that and uh, what people should be looking for uh, in a CRM. What CRMs are out there? What do they do? What are their capabilities? Do businesses make the most of the capabilities? The reality is that quite often companies buy these big pieces of software or they subscribe to them nowadays more often than not, uh, and they only use 5% of the capabilities. So what can a CRM do and what should a business be looking for it to do? The other point I'd like to make is that although Peter is absolutely a, an expert in CRMs, he has many other attributes, don't you, Mr. Everson? Yes,
1: yes. I'm not just a, a CRM expert. If I think would make a living being a CRM expert. Then that's fantastic. But I'll, I'll probably be working for sales force. But no, guy, you're exactly right. The CRMs are a fundamental piece of a business. Business owners need to think of these things before you know they even start thinking about exit. It's no good installing your CRM at the 11, just before you're entering into the due diligence phase. So you're, it's too late. You should have done it four years prior. The amount of CRMs out there now, you shouldn't think of a CRM as one piece of software. CRMs now are part of a platform. They're a feature. If you wind back to the 1990s, you used to have to install a huge computer in the back of the office and manage your CRM and it always broke and no one used it. Whereas now they're extremely simple to use. They're a feature of a bigger platform. So it's a subscription-based model, which is great because it can grow up with the company. But ultimately, to choose one and there are numerous, we'll, we'll get into that later on in this, this podcast, but you buy a platform and that platform can do numerous different things from hosting a website to managing your social media to time tracking, um, team different things. And the beauty of it is that when you first set out and you might have 30 people working for you, two of which might be salespeople, you buy the CRM and you might buy the social media element. And you'll pay, what, $10 per user per month, something like that. As you grow up, you I think, I'm sure now we've got 10 sales guys. I've got a social media person. I've got a marketing person. Let's buy some Voltons. Let's buy the marketing package. That'll look after our blogs, look after our social media. it will tell me when our current clients are on our website and what we're looking at. you will be able to send out proposals as well. So we can be really grown up. We can have a CRM that's linked to a proposal generator that's linked to our website So a client receives said proposal. We know when you've seen that proposal. We know when they're on our website and we time our phone calls accordingly. You know, it really is. It's the way it's come on
0: recently. It's fantastic. You make some good points there. Actually, as a startup, most of the big CRMs offer um, a free level that is geared towards startups, really, to, to try and entice uh, companies to use their product at a really early stage. And... I think, as you just said there, as you, as you grow up, as you develop the company, your revenue increasing and you're making some profit and things are, are going well and you're employing more people and your database of contacts increases. These CRMs have to make money at some point. So they then start to charge you when you reach certain parameters. Uh, But the point is that you can grow up with these pieces of software. And that's one of the considerations, in my view. You've got to find something that suits you at that particular point in your journey, but have an eye on where it can go further down the line. What you don't really want to do is to have to swap CRMs after a couple of years because you grow down to the one that you were using and have to learn a whole new set of features and ways of working and all that kind of stuff. If you can. Not always possible, but if you can try and think about what you need now, then look ahead. And as you said, Pete, as as your company matures and you start to have a little bit more money for marketing, then you can get more adventurous. And you also are probably going to be working with larger and larger companies. You have to become more and more professional. Your shop window has to improve. Obviously, I work with uh, a lot of startups at the startup factory. And you see them growing and maturing, and then they become high growth companies. And that's the point where they go, are we gonna, you know, be able to support our growth through organic cash flow generation, or do we need to get investment? And if they need investment, they'll come to the private equities, the VCs, the privately wealthy individual to get that kind of investment and in companies like EHE. And at that point, they already should have, have got one of these CRMs in place and use them as a central fulcrum for their business growth uh, and because it has all their customers in there, all the customer data in there, all the contact data when you speak to them on the phone or when you email them. It's all in there so that if you do lose an employee, then you know when the new employee comes in, you, all you've got to do is give them the, a username, password, and the level that they're allowed to, to look at a data at And they can go in and see the full customer journey. And so when they're speaking to the customer, it's like nothing has ever happened. I work with a a large financial institution and they've fairly recently over the last 18 months had a high turnover of staff for a particular reason, a genuine reason, but actually the transition has been seamless. And the reason for that is that they have the correct processes and systems in the background that uh, allow other people to take over and have the same knowledge as the person who's left the company, so it protects you as well. So there's those kinds of c- considerations. And I think the final point, just based on what Pete was just saying there before we moved the conversation on, is that all these software as a service systems, years ago, only used to be available to the big companies. They would pay a million pounds for a license for their company of maybe a few thousand, 10,000, 20,000 employees to use particular systems. And they were out of reach of small businesses. But the internet and the, the advent of software as a service, as even the playing field in my view, you can subscribe to. It's almost crowdsourced software because lots and lots and lots of different smaller companies subscribe to a platform which enables the platform to provide as good as services, if not better than the the systems that these big corporates used to used to buy in at great expense, that um, used to be so much more feature rich than small businesses could ever afford. So you know, this software service and subscription services has, has been a real leveler, in my view, in terms of smaller, growing, ambitious companies being able to access the same type of technologies as the bigger companies. Yeah, we can work with Salesforce. Yeah, that's, that's their model and they're massive. And you can pick and choose, Pete. I don't know whether you want to talk about some of the features that are available and some of the kind of things that you can do with CRMs nowadays, but it's incredible. I think the beauty of a good CRM is now
1: is that they're self managing. You don't, if you remember, Guy, high rise, we yes. saw those years ago. I do, right? That's still there. Cutting edge, the time are hands in. Blind copy in the CRM and just little email, and then it updated all the contacts. It was brilliant. And we were, how many people were we? Nine at that point? Yeah. Um, but it worked. We adopted it, and it worked brilliantly. Now, all you do is get to go on integration integrate with Google. I'm at the, the Gdocs account. Integrate with Zoom. And the users, the used to set it really sit over your Salesforce oh, please, will you update the CRM? I want to know, it needs to know this thing. I'm not wasting all this money on it. If you're not going to update it, Whereas And, and it, it does it himself. It's integrated, updates, you've had a Zoom call and it puts a record in the CRM. Brilliant.
0: Got and he, Yeah. Even to the point that we're recording this conversation at the moment for the podcast, but if this was connected to the CRM, the recording link would automatically appear. In the context of what we're doing now, the contact and the context of what we're doing now.
1: So sales so pipeline as well manages that. So, you know, for example, if you look at it from an investor's point of view, you can see how strong that sales pipeline is. So you're not looking at a spreadsheet and taking someone's word for it. You can actually see the history, how do you, how they nurture their their prospects, or how they convert, when they convert, or how quickly they do it. How do you see the process is transacting exactly. in a step? Yeah. Yeah, you don't get that situation that we've all suffered this where salesman A is on, on holiday for two weeks and salesman B has to pick up his client and no one knows what's happening. And as you picked up on before, it's a seamless integration and in CRM, it does work.
0: And the, the, the great thing about any software as a service, really, the good companies continually evolve their Proposition and their services and the functionality of these systems, so that it keeps up with the ever-changing business world. If there is a new social media platform that's come along, Clubhouse is probably one of the, the biggest and, and and most recent ones. Where it focuses on on audio, whereas like YouTube focuses on video, uh, for example, and Twitter focuses on a small m- amount of text. These platforms can continually improve and include all the latest and greatest. T- things that are happening in social media and marketing and sales kind of world. And, and that's the beauty of them. And again, that's another consideration. You know What you really don't want to do yeah. is go with a company who has, has built a great CRM, but then sits on its laurels and, and doesn't evolve and, and change. And, and, and the beauty of SaaS products is that actually, if the SaaS platform that you've chosen is taking its users for granted and isn't evolving in the way that you want it to, it's relatively easy to move. It's a pay, but it's still relatively easy to move. You can extract your data in a CSV file. You can, most of them have, the big ones will have the ability to import from the other big CRMs because clearly they want to piece their business. So they make it as easy as possible for you. And then you start using your, your new choice of CRM as well. So again, a, another really important feature. Uh, one thing we haven't really talked about is social media integration, Pete. Have you got a view on that?
1: Yeah, measuring How your clients and your potential clients and customers view you is really important. And I know myself from, you know, setting budgets for marketing, et cetera, trying to quantify an ROI on activities around social media is difficult at the best times. and To have a kind of CRM or platform, I'm going to call it a platform, because CRM is just one part of it. That brings everything together from website visits to email campaigns to social media clicks, et cetera, into one pot. It's fantastic. Like We used to do campaigns where we'd have a social media campaign. We'd have a webinar about it. We'd have an event. We'd have emails. But we tag it all as part of this campaign. And at the end of it, you can say, ah, okay, the traction on this campaign was X. We got X amount of visits. We converted 10% of the visits into physical sales, brilliant, it worked. I did all that with minimal effort. Ordinarily, you'd have to go on spreadsheets to be involved and, and lots of discussions and fingers in air on actually what the actual traffic was and your Google analytics, and it was uh, difficult. Whereas now, all that's just there, integrated. You just click a button, hit report, bang, and you can quantify your, your return instantly.
0: Yeah. Hey, okay. So I think, is there anything else you want to add? that you think is relevant to to, to, to the CRM chat? We 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 haven't really talked about, everything we talked about has been SaaS. What's your stance on SaaS versus licensed? Personally, I prefer agility.
1: I prefer the ability to swap features in and out. I don't like to be tied into contracts for long periods of time. You might be doing a certain thing that requires a certain function We you're only back to six months. So I like the freedom side to it. So the SaaS model works for me.
0: Yeah, honestly, all day long, yeah. because you, you you retain the power with the SaaS model. Whereas the license model, you've got to get the return on investment. So whatever you outlay, you, you stuck with them for three, five yeah. years. What depending on how much you've committed yeah. to. Whereas with SaaS, the contracts tend to be a lot shorter, and, and then quite often are actually monthly. So the the onus is always on the company to keep being the best it can be all the time. And I like that. It keeps them under pressure and them on the toes. And it gives you the flexibility and freedom, as you've mentioned, not only to move between CRMs, but also to move within a CRM. So in other words, buy extra capabilities that maybe weren't particularly relevant to you when you first started, but during the fast growth stage, then you might want to buy a particular marketing capability that you didn't need before, but you absolutely do now. So, Again, that comes under the whole flexibility thing.
1: Yeah. You can try it. You can trial the whole thing for 14 days, and then you get into it, start using it, and you can trial individual. And that's on 99% of the offerings out there do this. So you can say, oh, you know what? Well, I'm going to try the marketing bolt on. I'm going to try and stop the social media bolt on, see if it works for me. If it doesn't, you don't pay for it. If it does, you start paying for it. That model works because it creates this competitive environment as well between the CRM companies. So they're all fighting to produce the biggest and best features. So again, it's another way to go SaaS because those products tend to evolve at a much faster rate than the licensed products.
0: That's an interesting point because actually we're talking about CRMs here, but it could be any SaaS product that you want to use to run your business. Just before this podcast, we were talking about HR system. In in, in the last business that we worked on together, we had a terrific HR system as as the company grew, became more and more important. Those kind of things can embed into your culture a little bit because not only are they useful for the business, they're also really useful for the employees and you can start adding employee benefits and all that kind of stuff. So there's, I guess what I'm saying is that the principles we've talked around uh, about for for CRMs particularly apply to lots of other um, SaaS products that help you run your business at a reasonable cost and keep you fully in control and give you the flexibility that you need to change as and when required. Yeah, exactly.
1: And if you look at some of the relatively new newcomers, Monday.com, yeah. you know, that's, that's huge now. And that happened really quickly. Now they like used use that and that does, you know, project tracking as well. So not only does it help you win the business, it helps you manage the business
0: when you get it. I think it's nice. Ivan's company, right business results use Monday.com as well. So I'm I'm familiar with that. And I know Ivan. Oh, yeah. We use
1: we I've used personally HubSpot, I've used Salesforce, I've used all the, you know, archaic ones. As they are now. I've touched Monday, but there's all sorts. There's, there's there's hundreds out there. it's impossible to recommend a CRM. You've got to go there, you've got to do your research, you've got to do the free trials, you've got to look at the features you want, gotta look at the features you may want in the future. And when you've done all that, know that, hey, it's easy to change. So if you make the wrong choice, yes. it's not the end of the world. It's not like yeah. you've got to rip out an SAP system or something like that and have a load of guys coming in and charging 2000 pounds a day to, to take it out and then put a new on it. Those days are gone.
0: You know you- How things have changed for the better.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Have a look. My advice is, you know, have a look at the features. They have salespeople as well, to so haggle. You know, yeah. you, you yeah. can't negotiate. You know, yeah, yeah. negotiate what you want and you can't. Knock them down on price. If they do that, which is great, even if you're a you know ten people company, you you've still got the ability to to negotiate. So I highly recommend that. And it's fun as well negotiating with big companies. So yeah, go for that.
0: Very good point. I think we've covered that on one off quite nicely. Uh, if anyone's got any other queries or comments, then feel free to reach out to us at like, the EHE Got capital website or on our LinkedIn pages. Anything you'd like to add, Pete, before we be sign off on this one? No, I think what I will say is I
1: think oh, hopefully by the time this, this goes out, we'll try and compile a list to, to a company of the out our recommendations on CRMs and recommendations based upon what we've used,
0: you know, not what we've seen on the internet. Yeah. The blog that emanates from this podcast, we'll add that information yeah. to the blog. Yeah. I'm keen to
1: hear other people's thoughts as well. So we've only used a, a handful of CRMs. So I'm really keen to hear what I think and what people have used, what we don't like, et cetera. Because we're not
0: always right. Listen, we're always, we, we you learn all the time. All right, brilliant. Thank you very much for that. Ivan, over to you just to close. Thank you. No worries, guys. There's a great amount of content. Thank you for your expertise, Pete. And thank you for your eloquent questions as ever, Guide. See you next week. Cheers, Ivan. Thank you for listening to this episode of Extraordinary Entrepreneurs Together. Visit the EHE Capital website, ehe.capital, for further insights and to join the EHE community.